Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to episode 241, episode 241 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm Audrey and I help women heal, whether it's losing some stubborn weight, getting rid of those symptoms that just won't go away, or rebalancing the body from a long-term chronic illness or even some acute issues, I will help you uncover the root causes and heal it for good. I am so glad that you're here. Today we are talking about that dang foggy brain. We're going to talk about brain and memory. It's something that I see coming up more and more often. Um, people are reporting, you know, feeling off in the way of being tired, easily distracted, downright forgetful, moody, um, kind of foggy brained, or maybe even something worse. Maybe you're, you're dealing with, um, you know, something on top of that brain fog. And really, it's no surprise because our brains require such a large stream, such a vibrant stream of vitamins and minerals and proteins and fatty acids and sleep in order to function at peak performance. And in our world in general, we are fast paced and we are overstimulated and we are nutrient poor. And so it's really no wonder that uh, our brain function is suffering. And I see it a lot in kids and adolescents too. So luckily... (laughs) You're not alone and we can do something to help. You can regain your focus, your bliss, your clear headedness. I mean, like, how does it get better than that? Right. So we've talked a lot over the years about what you put in your body nutritionally or in your environment, how that impacts your gut, your digestion, and how that has an impact on your overall wellness and your immune system. But often overlooked, is that it also has a huge impact on your brain. Every disorder, every mental health disorder, anxiety, ADHD, and depression are tied to obviously brain function, but also have roots in what we put in our bodies, even Alzheimer's. Um, The simple fact is that what we do to our bodies with the environment, with nutrition, with stress, causes real problems in those squishy eight-pound sponges in our head. Now, how do you know if you're having brain fog, right? And it sounds like, you know, kind of a a weird question. It's quite the conundrum, if you will. If I'm having brain problems, how would I know, right? Because I'm having brain problems. Well, for most adults, you can tell, and there are some ways to tell in kiddos too, but for today, we're going to stick with grownups and I'll, I'll talk more about ADHD and kiddos soon if you guys want, but some of the common symptoms that you may be lacking in brain health or that your brain health may be declining, whether it be for a short period of time or declining in the long term, is that you are tired, fatigued, you have low motivation, low or no inspiration, if you're often irritable, if you are easily distracted and you have trouble concentrating. So you sit down to do one thing and before you know it, you've wandered to do something else, maybe even still sitting, but you're doing something else instead. Um, if you have trouble concentrating, if you have frequent headaches or migraines, if you are forgetful. So if you have those frequent like, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue type situations, if you're anxious, if you have confusion, uh, if you are sleepless, right? If you're having trouble sleeping. And there are so many causes for these things. Um, if you aren't suffering from these troubles 
chronically, the symptoms that I listed, if they're not happening all the time, it could be something simple um, like lack of sleep, dehydration, nutrient deficiency, uh, tummy troubles. Are you pooping every day, twice a day? You guys know you should be having two bowel movements a day at a minimum, right? And by the way, these are also the first thing you should check in kiddos. If they are irritable, anxious, crying, mad, confused, if they have a bad attitude, even your teenagers, are they sleeping? Are they hydrated? Are they eating? And are they pooping? Okay. Um, We're really quite simple when it comes down to it, right? But on a cellular level, poor brain health is often caused um, by changes to its three primary chemical transmitters. Also, you can call them hormones too. Uh, Dopamine, serotonin, and cortisol. Most of you have probably heard of these hormones. Um, Cortisol is commonly referred to as the stress hormone, and it helps you carry weight in your midsection. Dopamine and serotonin are generally happiness hormones, and they work to help keep you calm and happy and motivated. Now, like I said, lack of sleep can have can cause lots of issues, not just with your brain, but it can also have lots of causes. Too much caffeine, too much alcohol, too much sugar, or too many refined carbohydrates. Now, again, notice I said refined carbohydrates. Refined carbohydrates don't come in fruits and vegetables. Refined carbohydrates come in packages, okay? Um, even a nutrient deficiency, like a magnesium deficiency, can lead to a lack of sleep. And so oftentimes, it's a very, very simple remedy to fix this and can at least be temporarily improved with a few simple tweaks. And sometimes, especially with sleep, just improving it for a short while, using something to mask the symptom for a short while, something natural, um, can lead to the sleep cycle returning. Um, The next one I mentioned was dehydration. And this is a huge one. Dehydration absolutely wrecks your brain function. Um, And not just hydration status, but also mineral status, but I'll cover that in a minute. So I want you to think, if you feel like you're having brain fog, how much pure water, I'm going to sound like the water boy here, pure H2O are you drinking in a day? It should be at least 100 ounces, right? Unless you weigh 120 pounds or less, um, it should be over 100 ounces. So that is one of the very first things and one of the most simple things that you can check. You know, a lot of times people say, well, Audrey, you always give such simple solutions. And that's because if you go dabbling in, let me take, you know, this neurotransmitter and this amino acid and all these things, you can really create a big mess of imbalances. And before you know it, you're taking every supplement that flies by your Facebook ads and you have an $800 a month supplement bill and you still feel like crap, right? So I try to give you simple things that you can do, safe things that you can do that is really hard to do wrong or to over or underdo, right? Now, the third thing I mentioned was nutrition deficiency, nutrient deficiency. And really what that boils down to are two things, poor diet and then, of course, vitamin and mineral deficiency. So a poor diet, you know, (laughs) unfortunately, the standard Western diet carries way too much sugar, way too much caffeine, way too many refined carbs, not to mention gluten, dairy, artificial sweeteners, and um, toxic vegetable oils, right? These items absolutely wreak havoc on the gut. They lead to inflammation. It causes poor brain health and then an imbalance in the brain hormones, cortisol, serotonin, and dopamine. On the sort of flip side of that or in conjunction with that, really, um, these poor diets strip our bodies of the vital nutrients it needs to power our brains. So by the nature of our food system, most people are deficient in magnesium and omega-3 fatty acids and B vitamins, 
all of which are absolutely critical to our brain health and function. Now, stress is the last thing that I mentioned, and high stress, and it produces high cortisol. Uh, if you are a woman, which most of my listeners are, then cortisol, high stress, um, high cortisol levels will pull from progesterone and testosterone and cause estrogen dominance, which leads to a whole host of issues, um, including fertility issues. Um, but high cortisol leads to brain fog, it leads to fatigue, it leads to that wired but tired feeling, like when you can't go to sleep, but you know you're exhausted. Uh, it leads to weight gain, hormonal imbalances, which I just briefly described, insomnia, depression, and anxiety. And the weird thing about stress is that it is perceived. And so often I talk to women who say, well, Audrey, I, you know, I always ask you to rate your stress when you have an appointment with me. Like what, what is your stress level now? What is the lowest it's been? What's the highest it's been? All of those things. And oftentimes people will say, I'm not stressed. And it's not that you're not stressed. It's that you've been living in the soup of high stress so long that you don't realize that you're stressed, that it's high stress, right? Um, stress is, it has, it, it's your perception, right? You and you alone can decide or choose what's stressful for you. And earlier this week, I did a podcast on Monday, I believe it was episode 238, that um, was about response. Because really, the only thing you can choose is response. Stressful things are going to happen. What you have to hone in and figure out is your response. But you can go back to listen to that episode if you haven't. Uh, yet. Let's talk about what we can do for our brain. I told you the ways we're killing it. Lack of sleep, dehydration, poor diet, vitamin and mineral deficiency, and high stress. So what do we do to fix that? Okay. So the first thing is to eat for your brain. <laughs> eat a high, um, a diet high in whole foods, low in refined sugars, low in refined carbohydrates, right? Um, and not keto. <laughs> People will say, well, oh, Audrey, it sounds like you're recommending a keto diet. No, I'm not. At least not in the way you've probably seen it. Uh, I so frequently see everything keto means that we're putting cheese and bacon on everything. Um, and there are some ways that, to have a lower carb lifestyle and, and avoid all of that inflammation. It just starts with don't count carbs. <laughs> um, avoid all of the inflammation in the cheese and the bacon. Don't count carbs. And eat all the fruits and vegetables that you want. Simple as that. Okay. Um, the brain foods that you buy in a package are, it's just advertising and marketing. Uh, so it's really, really important for you to step away from those ultra processed foods. That is the, the number one thing that is wrong with 90% of people's bodies is eating foods from a package. I have yet to meet one person that has transformed all of their foods to just meat, fruits, and vegetables, right? Maybe a little bit of organic coffee here or there, but meat, fruits, and vegetables. I have yet to meet one person that eats like that and still has trouble, okay? It is, it's just, it, the two don't coexist, right? Now, there can be some other things that we have to detox, some heavy metals, parasites, Lyme, co-infections, bacteria, those kind of things. But in general, that is the fastest route to health and maintaining health and longevity and all of those things, okay? The next thing is to take care of your gut. Now, of course, that kind of goes <laughs> right along with eating for your brain, right? Uh, you just have to make sure you're getting a healthy, good dose of pre and probiotics. Uh, you don't necessarily have to take probiotics, but if, you're, if you've had brain issues, 
uh, brain fog issues, then you might need to do a probiotic for a short amount of time. And of course, anytime that you have been on an antibiotic or prescription medication, you must, must, must uh, get on a probiotic. Now, a lot of people are like, well, Audrey, I take a probiotic and it has 3 billion CFU daily. Isn't that amazing? Um, and usually, honestly, usually it's like the MLM people that are trying to sell me their probiotic. No, that's not amazing. You really need to be closer to 20 to 30 billion CFU daily for people who are maintaining, um, not trying to overcome something. Um, and then of course, supplementing, even if you eat a perfectly balanced and healthy organic diet, sometimes we still need to supplement, okay? It's a myth that our soil is depleted of vitamins and minerals. It absolutely is not, but over time and in different areas, those minerals change. So just like lettuce grown in one field versus lettuce grown in another field is going to have a different nutrient profile, we as humans have to... um, make up for that profile in supplementation. Not to mention, if you are deficient in, I'm just going to use magnesium as an example, Uh, if you're deficient in magnesium and then you switch and you get rid of all the magnesium depleting things in your life, in your diet, in your nutrition, in your environment, and you start eating all the things that have magnesium in it, you might refill your stores 50%. Okay, so sometimes for a short period of time, we have to take something like magnesium in order to get our body up to be a sufficient level of magnesium so that we can then function without so that then the the foods that we're eating and the other things that we're doing is maintaining that level. Okay, does that make sense? So and again, that's just an example with magnesium. The same is true for any other supplement that you might have to take on a temporary basis. Um, the most important supplements for your brain are super basic omega threes. You're going to need three to 5,000 milligrams a day, a good quality probiotic vitamin D three plus K two. Uh, it needs to be in fat, some sort of complex methylated B vitamin. Uh, and then if you need to, you can do an amino acid, uh, supplementation program. It's actually really complicated. I wouldn't necessarily try to do that on my own, but, um, or recommend that you do that on your own without help, right? Uh, but you can do an amino acid regimen to help rebalance hormones in the brain. And then the very last thing is mitigating stress. As I mentioned, stress is a choice, okay? So I encourage you to think when you feel that ball of stress wadding up in your stomach, what would it be like if you chose something else? Um, you, you want to attack it from a curiosity standpoint, right? So you want to get on the right path to making that type of choice. You can use tools in your toolbox like meditation and movement to reduce your perception of stress and allow yourself to make a different choice when stress is presented for you. Uh, If you are just getting started on your meditation journey, I have a free download. It'll be on the show notes page in whatever app you're listening to this on. All right, friends, that about does it for us today on brain fog, what's causing it, how to get around it, what you can do. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You know where to find me. I'll put the links in the show notes and I can't wait to see you next time. Remember, friends, I'm always rooting for you. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.